I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty you, real. He is terrible! We gotta know how many waiters are going down these big stones. I'm gonna go quick, because I don't give a fuck about anything that's gonna happen on Saturday. Welcome to this week's edition of the Amanda Houses Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. Jay, I believe, went to Bath and Body Works, so he's yeah. missing this week. Was that right? He opened up this week again, so yeah, he's yeah. there. He's got to stock up. You know what? He doesn't even stock up on the kitchen lemon, like a, mm. a rational, sane human being. Yeah. He, he's just, well, well he like told sandalwood. Well, he told me he wasn't going to wear a mask when he went to went to the store because he likes to really get the candle smell in there. So he'll yeah. he'll walk just through the candle aisle and just waft it in there. Um, Do they so, have yeah. that new COVID line too? I think so. What would it smell yeah. like if they had a COVID nineteen candle? Like um, cigarettes? You know, the respiratory. Week, <laughs> two week unwashed butthole. It would smell like the Ozarks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, sorry I missed last week. I was uh, in Hilton Head Island, social distancing it up on a beach. You know, you don't have to if you think about it. I wouldn't have showed up last week either. You didn't the, show up the week before either. That's because I didn't want that, That's because I didn't want to. Um, so – I was in Hilton Head this week. It, it wasn't it wasn't that that crazy busy, and the beach seems like one of the easiest places to stay away from each other. The it's beach is massive. Crowd is fucked. It it wasn't that bad, and like the pool wasn't that busy. Uh, the restaurants we went in to get food was like half full. Uh, so yeah, that was the first made in a restaurant in like three months. It was great. I had a and seventy-seven pina coladas. Thanks. And as a bald like approaching middle-aged white male if you go up to anybody on the beach they just think you're a sexual predator so you're good <laughs> they stay yeah. away <laughs> well if you wear the mickey mouse shirt they just it's it's good i just walk up to random children on the beach and like hi <laughs> you stay here <laughs> oh my so I, I i did watch the uh i did watch the card i got back home uh i drove all the way from hilton head back to nashville on saturday uh about eight hours or so so uh, got back, watched the, the card, and it was a fun card for, for what it was. And, and we'll go through the go through the fights. But I think this kind of brings up a we were just talking before the before the show started is everyone before this card said it was the worst card they have ever seen, and then some people after the card said, "See, you can't judge a card like on paper." Oh, so mad. I when I look get excited for a fight, certain fights. Now I get excited for fights in general. I like to watch fights. They're back. It's fun. Now you don't get excited for fights that just happen on Saturday because there's nothing important that can happen. There's no important fights. There's nothing that's going to change in the divisions. There's literally nothing exciting or important that can happen. Now because a bunch of good guys finish bad guys, <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a good card. I was entertained. Just like I am when I watch, you know, Curb Your Enthusiasm or some kind of television show. That doesn't mean it's it was a great card. It was a shitty card that had some finishes. It's like watching a, a double A baseball game instead of a major league game. Yeah. You get hammered. You have fun. You get entertained. 
And then you go home. Yeah. You don't. The next day, you don't wake up and go, "Oh my god, did you see that fucking single in the seventh inning by this guy who's never going to even get a cup of coffee? Did you see that? Wow, we're going to be talking about that for weeks. No, yeah. you wake up and you don't even remember who won. <laughs> I worked in the minor leagues for five years. <laughs> you, it's it's just like you you can see knockouts like that on a regional show. It could just yeah. be fucking nobody's some five and five guys going against each other, and one guy gets knocked out yeah. in the minute. It was a cool knockout, but it, yeah, who cares? <laughs> Nothing and of important. honestly when there's repeated under a minute knockouts or finishes of, of any kind that just keeps happening. You just end up with super long breaks in between fights. And it's like, it, there's so much dead time where you're, they're building up towards these fights that you don't give a fuck about anyway. Yep. Yeah. 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 So it's, and it was on, it was on ESPN, like the, the TV channel. And so they weren't, uh, they weren't going to be speeding up anything. They were, uh, they had their time share. They gotta sell, sell, sell because it's. Was it all on ESPN? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Cool. Yep. It was. I mean, I, I enjoyed it enough. I had something on the side it TV and I was watching it. But you, you know what made it worse? And you made a point. There's so much dead time, right? You know what they filled that dead time with? Stories That's about Jessica I. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I swear to God, I watched four hours of promos for Jessica I, who's a. The most unlikable human. She's one of the most unlikable fighters I've ever seen. B, one of those boring fighters ever. And then C, terrible at fighting. Just the trifecta there. And I watched five hours of that. And then I watched that fight. And then that fight happened. It, it happened. happened. It did. Sure it did. definitely, I think. I don't you remember. Know how, you know how you have a legit division? When a, a, a fighter moves up to your weight class and takes out the first overall or the number one rank. And moves the number two. Division, like easily, easily. It's like, favored versus the number one, going up in favored versus the number one contender. That's, like, that's women's flyweight. That's women's fighting really in, in general. And I haven't pulled up the card to go through these cards and actually pulled it up without looking. Could you name four fights that took place this past Saturday? I remember that Feely you know and Jordan was good. And like what happened? <laughs> I think between I think between the three of us, we couldn't recreate the card. <laughs> think of that. We don't even know what happened a few days ago, and there's nothing else going on in sports. And we're about to talk about it. <laughs> and we're about to talk about it. We're going to relive the moment. Try you to know? remember. Like uh... we we got to get away from being entertained. And a great fight card. A great fight card was that Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson card. That's a great fight card. There were several, yeah. several really good fights. The main event was amazing. There was a lot of stuff that changed throughout divisions because of those fights. This, no, fucking nothing. But let's go it through happens. it anyway. Um, yeah. So the first fight uh, was, honestly, I've seen a lot of fights in my time. I think we all have. Was it's uh, Christina Aguilera defeating Anthony Ivy by knockout? Was that the biggest quit job you have ever seen in your life? I can't think of one more. I can't think of of a time I've seen a guy quit that quickly. The only other one that comes to mind is Walt Harris and Nikita Krylov, where he like sort of got kicked in the head, and he was like, "Yeah, nah, I'm good, bro." Hard. <laughs> <laughs> This dude took a glancing jab 
<laughs> and like backed up three steps. Like, whoa. Looked like he had 14 <laughs> beers in five Dude. minutes. <laughs> I'm watching the replay. I'm like, I must have missed something. And when I was watching, I was like, maybe it was like just a solid temple shot or something. And he just caught him like in the perfect spot. And I wasn't the replay. I was like, this dude just got wobbled from a jab. Like it's fixed, quit, or the worst chin literally ever. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad one. It happened. Two two debuting fighters. Yep. I forgot that happened until I just looked this up. Oop. Just want to put it out there. All right, so next we had Tyson Nam defeating Zeruk Adeshev. A, that guy was fat. <laughs> oh, he was real fat. Zeruk you know, was hard, on fire. That it's quarantine hard, weight. Dude, it's hard to find a fat phantom weight. That's yeah. only a 135-pound man. Like, how do you get fat? I thought Tyson Nam looked good um, in the short period of time. That was a big knockout, but I think it's that's Tyson Nam. It, it's, it's either... It's it's a little bit kind of like, you know, like a Yoel. It's either coming forward and getting clean knockouts or he's just kind of dancing around not doing much. So we got the Tyson Nam who landed a big punch and put him out. Hopefully it gets us a cheaper price fading him next time. Yeah, he is what he is. He's I got big power. You lost money? Yeah. He took the kickboxer. You bet, on, knocked out. <laughs> you bet on the fat guy? I love yeah. him. No, he was fat. You don't bet on fat people unless they're heavyweights. I didn't know he was fat at the time. So you think fat. I do research? Come on. So speaking of quit jobs, next up in the women's God bantamweight division, Julia Avia defeated Gina Mazzani. And I was I watched this fight. It was nothing. I, I think she caught her with like a gust of wind, and then it was over. Nice um, and then I'm scroll I'm scrolling through and like an hour in the night. I Sean had tweeted something, and I was like, I wonder who Sean bet on tonight. And I pull it up. Sean had four and a half units on this fight. What the fuck was I doing? <laughs> God damn it. Well, Sean is, what was your a, bet? You're a one or two unit of bet guy per fight, Max. You bet four and a half units on the over and goes the distance and it ended in under a minute. Alright, so <laughs> my thinking in this fight is I, I walk in, I'm like, oh, I, I, the ghost decision prop was the first play I made. I just a small one unit play. I thought that was going to be it. Uh, then my, uh, sketchy Russian book. Uh, put a line on one and a half, which is like completely off, off market. Like every, all the other books had two and a half. So I was like, fuck it. I'll put the over on that. A chick gotta survive. I mean, it's, it's fucking 135 pound women. That girl works at the Waffle House. And then I sprinkled on Mazzani by decision because it was plus a thousand. So I was yeah, like, yeah, fuck it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I just dug an absolute huge hole. Like, what the <laughs> fuck am I doing? That's quarantine. That's that, boredom. That kind of money on a fucking terrible chick fight. That's like me throwing I, a chunk on a team called Sheffield today. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, you should see some of the soccer bets I've been making. Oh, you do. I've, I've been betting I've on made, Estonian soccer. It's great. It's I would say three I've three and one on, last two days. I've been in at least fifty Bundesliga games. <laughs> I, Are you getting I, into Bundesliga two and three at this time? At this point, <laughs> I can I can I will not go down to the secondary <laughs> stuff. But I, I've learned quite a bit about Bundesliga. And then Dortmund loses to some team I've never heard of today. Mainz. That doesn't seem real. I thought someone made that up. Like it was like it was like esports versus Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, but sports are starting to come back, uh, besides baseball. So that's, that's good. All right. So, uh, cross is coming back, baby. Woo. Yes. I'm very, very Everyone's excited. Everyone's excited for that, Brad. Yep. The dogs are free. Turk's excited. Can you Turk hear him? Turk is very he excited. Is. Holy very, shit. 
Very excited. So next we move up to uh, a catchweight fight from a short notice, which is uh, Marab Divisville versus Gustavo Lopez, 30-26, uh, 30-26, and 30-25. I am not Impressed. a big fan of this guy. <laughs> no, I don't think um, Brad is either. No. I think Jay loves him, right? Is that is Jay? Yeah, the one who of loves course him? he does. I think he's pretty um, good, but it showed a bit. In he's fight. a good he's a good wrestler, but he, he can't do anything else. He doesn't do anything with his wrestling. It's he just doesn't his wrestling round yeah, and pound. He doesn't throw any strikes. He does like, nothing. Yeah. He he takes you down. Yeah. He, yeah. He, but he, I mean he's unbelievable at that. Like Is he? he do we know yet? I mean, eventually he's going to get up against somebody who's decent, but... He's so I mean, boring. There's not that many... I know it's boring. It's fucking worse than Khabib was way back when. It is. Um, but, like, that wrestling is so fucking good. Even if every guy gets up, just like they always do against him, he can't control him once he takes him down. Nobody can really stop that. And I don't know how high he can get before somebody stops that, because that wrestling is so good. Yeah, but... I- does the wrestling matter if you can't hold him down? Because I mean, as soon as he it, as soon as he faces someone that's a good striker, which if you look at his his last like four or five fights, he hasn't wrestled any any good strikers whatsoever. He's been fighting horrible, horrible fighters. I mean, no he's, he's, supposed, he's had a couple of guys pull out. I'm pretty sure late. Like he oh, not was blaming him. Taking a step up, yeah. Not blaming him, but let's say he he's facing a guy with great striking and. He's he has to keep taking him down, taking him down. There's way too much time on the feet with this guy. He doesn't throw ground and pound. He doesn't threaten submissions. He has nothing on the feet. He offers nothing on the feet. And if he's having to work for a hundred takedowns a like a fight, like he's gonna he's gonna tire out versus some of these guys that can just stand and bang and knock him out. I just I think he's gonna beat on guys outside the top fifteen. I think if he faces anyone worth the shit with some good hands, he's gonna get his ass kicked. And even when he's on the ground, if he starts facing guys who can actually grapple, he's going to run into some problems too because he lets guys scramble. He leaves so much space for guys to work when they're on their back against him. So there's a a lot of gaps to fill for Murab. The Georgian wrestler. Yeah. No, thanks. All right, so we move up now. Let's, Let's skip this one. (laughs) <laughs> Mariah Agapova. Man, some people are pumped on uh, Agapova. Of course they are. I, I don't know who that is still. I uh, saw was... some touts who got real excited that they got minus 180 as opposed to 300 she was on really... their $100 opener. <laughs> <laughs> she was really annoying. I was annoyed by this girl. Yeah. I mean, Cyphers is terrible. I mean, she was just... He was beating Mackenzie Dern a couple of weeks ago and then is an absolute moron and let her so, stay in her guard. So, yeah, I don't know. In an, att- in an attempt to make you feel better, Sean, are you ready for this? Let's go. I bet on Hannah Cyphers this fight. What did you get on, on <laughs> Hannah Cyphers? How many units? 250? Half, half. Unit. half. <laughs> half of one unit. How, how big of a number did you get on her? I got it early. It wasn't a big number. Fuck, <laughs> man. What are you doing? Oh, I, first of all, it, I'm glad I didn't. It's fine. It was, it's not the difference. I would have still bet it and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> Half a unit. I, I was like, you know, I've never heard of this Agapaga girl. And yeah. Hannah Cyphers has been there. So I bet on <laughs> Hannah Cyphers and, you know, bad beat. Yeah, definitely a bad beat. I feel it, Lance. It happens. Yeah. Sean but, knows all about Ogopogo living out west. I was still up though. I've been on a fucking heater in MMA the last month. 
So I had to give a little back just to be fair. So I don't get That's cut fair. off or anything. That's fair. Exactly. So, all right. So let's move on now to bantamweight. Jordan Espinosa defeated Mark De La Rosa by decision. That Espinosa looked good. Uh, nothing too interesting here, I would say. I thought it was pretty much how I expected it to go. A lot yeah, of people are on De-, De La Rosa. Yeah, he's he's not good at fighting. Not good. Doesn't do anything. He's I have tough. literally he's no memory there. of this fight. I thought De La Rosa was going to sub him. He, he did not. He did no, nothing. Not. He yeah. got punched a lot. Um, next up, by the way, division, Andre Feely versus Charles Charles Jordan. Is that how you say it? Jordan? Jordan. 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 Air Jordan. Um, <laughs> I scored this um, for Andre Feely. Um, I know it was a split decision. I saw some people score it the other way. How did you guys see this? I saw Feely won. Yeah. I think it was. it's pretty easy, 29-28. Yeah, Feely that's what I thought. Second and third. Jordan looked good for a young guy, but he just, he's just more well-rounded. When you're getting out-wrestled by Andre Feely, it's not, it's not the good. greatest sign. Well, I couldn't figure out why Feely wouldn't shoot more takedowns. Like, I, I, I was I was pretty heavy on Feely, and um, I thought he would wrestle because he's facing a Canadian. That's not named George. Same Eventually, year. but he yep. got clip, clipped a bit before he had to It was worry. It was worry somehow long he took. And waited till the end every when you could have just taken him down and beat him up, but yeah. Anyway, Not all the right. Sharpest. Next up, Charles Rosa versus Kevin Aguilar. I don't know why. I felt like this could have been an interesting fight. I could not pay attention to this fight. I don't know why. Maybe it was because yeah. it was two jujitsu guys just throwing bombs at each other that weren't very good. I don't. They I, I weren't don't, bombs. They weren't bombs. firecrackers instead of bombs. Yeah. So, um, it looked like it could have been exciting if I was paying attention, but at this point, I was pretty much. Just not paying attention. <laughs> West was West was pretty salty about losing his his split decision here. He had uh, had Aguilar. Everyone it's I saw on one, yeah, where like I I have no opinion of it. It's it was fine. I I can't be mad at either decision. Well, I looked at Twitter. Had everyone had Rosa winning on Twitter, yeah. and then I went to MMA decisions, which I know. MMA writers are idiots, right? Like we know this. Yes, but when the ma- when the vast majority scores one way, it is a good way to judge how you see a fight. Yeah. And in MMA decisions, there was one, two, three, four. There was fourteen people who scored the fight. Fourteen scored it for Rosa. Yeah. So Wes, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> he, he, he gets those glasses on, you know, he when he puts down some money. So he knows it, though. He, yeah, oh yeah, he, he knows. He, knows. Yeah. He, he always prefaces it. He knows what's going on. He knows when he gives a score on a bet that he made in a close fight that it's good just to throw that out. <laughs> like I, I'll be on the same side as as Wes on some bets, and um, he always posts round scores. And it'd be like, ooh, close round. I'll go 10-9, insert fighter. And I'm on the same side going, ugh, that might have been 10-8. <laughs> 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 oh, well. Shit. We so we did have some uh, – we had, we had some Twitter comments or YouTube comments. So George Johnstone, Pennington and Torres can a, become – He's a, a new commenter. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't seen him yet. Uh, Pennington and Torres can become the first married couple to both be cut after a loss on the same night. That is, we can make history. How how women's MMA would that be? That would be good. But I'm Tisha's lover. Yes. That's a good point. Oh, bro hugs. Okay. Let's uh let's move on here to the co-main event, which was 
to me, another quit job. Uh, <laughs> a lot of quitting going on here. Marvin Vittori defeated Carl Robertson by submission. I think everyone was on Vittori here. It seemed like Robertson didn't want to fight the first time. It seemed like he didn't want to fight this time. He missed weight. He went for something early on, didn't get it, and then just covered up till the fight was over. Yeah. Yep, the, the more I saw leading up to this fight, the more comfortable I was betting Vittori. And eventually I ended up just doing a, a Vittori points bet. So Vittori minus three and a half. And that was uh, one of the saving graces of my night. I don't know how good he is, but he looks good. And he looks the part. And he's gotten a lot stronger and juicing up a bit over the last few years. And he got a little bit crazy in him. Yeah, he yeah. seems pretty he's dumb, a, a like an MA, MA fighter. So He's an Italian meathead. Um, yeah, I, the first time this matchup, I actually put a bet on uh, on our buddy, the Italian Stallion, uh, at like minus 160, and I couldn't get that this time, so I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll pass. And then I was talking with Wes on the Zoom chat right before the fight, and he's like, man, inside the distance is like plus 300. And I was like, was it shit? Really? Yeah, and then at, at uh, bet 365, it was plus, plus 350. So right before the fight, I put a unit on that. Fuck, nice. that, was, that was a nice, easy one. I couldn't believe it was that high. Wow, um, I didn't even notice. Yeah, I mean, that's, Ro- Robertson quit. Like, yeah, quit. That, was a, that was a hard quit job. He didn't want to be there. He'd fuck making weight twice in a row. Like, yeah. Just doesn't want to be there collecting a check. Yep. He's he's pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh, Vittori, I mean, he, he fought pretty decent against Adesanya. I know that was early in his UFC career, but yeah. I mean, that's still something. And he, he's got a pretty well-rounded game. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what he's uh, matched up next. He could probably get a pretty yep. decent fighter. Well, considering there was basically no ranked fighters on this entire card, like literally, if you look at the card, like there's like no ranked fighters on this Other entire than the, the main card. event who lost. Like a, no, I said fighters. You must have oh, misunderstood. Yeah, um, Vittori, if I had one takeaway of anything that happened on this card, it, it would probably be Vittori. Yeah. Uh, not that Robertson's some kind of world beater, but I thought, I think Vittori, you know, coming out of this, I'd like to see him fight someone a little bit better. Uh, maybe someone towards the, you know, 15th, 14th, something right that, around there in the rankings. Cause I, I think, I thought he looked good and I'm interested to see what he can do next. He's the type of guy that wouldn't now. look out of place on a real card. That card was the worst I've ever seen. And it wasn't, if they were going to give me like I Cavio as a main event, like I should have had fucking just bangers all card. Just dudes, just, oh, hi, Jay. Just dudes going to town and like good fighters, but they they put a dudes going to town is the first thing I heard. Yeah, of course. Just, just, That's all we've been talking about. I and Cavio as a main event, and then no ranked fighters on the entire card. That's what we had. We were just finishing breaking down the card, saying it was one of the worst cards ever. And the yeah. weird part was I was going to pick I before, but then obviously the weight whole thing. Oh. She's she really is a mook. She Wes is. wanted to give you shit. He was talking about him on the Zoom call. He's like I. Jay told me that I was a, a, a level above Calvillo on the feet, and she was getting tuned up by a overweight <laughs> fucking straw weight. Calvillo's terrible striker. She is. So uh, is I. So bad. Yeah, but so yeah, that's true. Yep. So you guys broke down the previous card. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. skip the main event. We actually just got to the main event, so we're gonna and skip so that main yep. event. We're, we're done. Yeah, it happened. It did happen. Nothing oh, important. I already forgot it. Before we started breaking down the card, we said, hey, without looking, can anyone name a couple fights from the card on Saturday? And we were all like, no, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I forgot everything that happened on that card. Except for Tyson Nam knocking that dude stiff. No, we forgot about that. 
We actually didn't even know who Tyson Nam was. Isn't it Nam? <laughs> Vietnam? <laughs> yeah. Remember Nam. Good morning, Vietnam. See one of the five bloods. No. So yeah, now that's, we uh I don't get that reference. That's fine. You don't watch enough movies. No, you watch too many. No, nobody yeah, watches <laughs> enough movies according to you, Jay. Jay, you got any white claws? Uh I have lime ones. Nice. Have you had the grapefruit? Tremendous. No. Grapefruit's the best it's one. It's funny. I, I, I bought a pack over the weekend just because I thought, like, my wife and my daughter would like them. And yeah, stop lying. They don't, they don't love it. They don't love what? it. That's stupid. Yeah. They're on this, like, strawberry lemonade Mike's Hard thing. I'm like, uh, I'll pass. Yeah, it's way too sugary. Mm-mm. Not good. The the claw thing, it just tastes like seltzer water, like, with Great some point. flavoring. Or, like, you know when you were a kid and you had, like, those, like, just, like, those fruit-flavored ice pops? It just has that taste to me. There's not That's much. Right. If I was a kid and those things got me drunk, I'd be oh, in heaven. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't know until it's too late, I guess. Yeah. It's the best kind of drunk. Hell yeah. yeah. Sneaks up on I don't you. know. Lance and I appreciate the, the finer alcohols. There, there's something to be said about drinking uh, real liquor. So yeah, I'm either like – I'm, on, I'm on way on one side or way on the other. I'm either That's drinking fair. like super expensive scotch – or Miller Lights and White Claws. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Classy. It depends how much you're drinking. Uh, that's my feeling. I'll drink really what's ever in front of me. Besides yeah. Bud Light. I can't, I can't do Bud Light. I'd rather I just hate, not drink. I hate Coors Light. I think it tastes I like I don't like, water. yeah. The only, the only regular like light domestic I'll drink is Miller Light. Like 95% of what I drink is like old fashioned scotch or just. I feel you could learn a lot of random beers. And if you ask them to rank light beers, Miller Light, Bud Light, and Coors Light, one, two, three. And depending on their answer, it tells you a lot about the person. Isn't everybody Miller, then Coors, then Bud? Well, Bud. Probably not. I'm Miller, Bud, and Coors, but Miller should, Miller's by far number one. People will tell me Coors is their favorite of the three. I don't know what to tell you. It tastes like watered down. It is water. It is water. Watered down beer piss. Bud Bud Light's real bad too, though. I mean, Bud Light is just despicable. I'd rather not drink than like if it was like, hey, we only have Bud Light on tap. I'd be like, that I just on a hot summer day. I call bullshit. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. No. Maybe if it's like the the fourth pitcher and you don't tell me that you made the switch, maybe. But what about what about banquet? Coors banquet. It's okay. It's better than Coors Light. Way yes, better. That's not, that's not even a competition. Yeah. Banquet's not bad, but beer is one of those things. Like after you get through like four, like, or five, like if you're doing heavier beers, it's like, you don't even like, it's just, you're just hurting yourself for tomorrow. Once you start, going. Yeah. you might as well just switch to like lightest beer possible and just, yeah. So I don't, if I'm in, if I'm at home, I will not drink good beer. I don't buy good beer ever. I, I just don't, I buy shitty beer and white claws and stuff. If I'm at a bar, I almost never drink domestics. I just drink whatever's, you know, go through the tap. Well, there's great domestics. It's just not, I know what you mean. That's yeah. I always get like local beers and like pricier beers when I go out and buy stuff for home because I enjoy it, sit back and yeah. hang out. That all I like the noise. If I'm at a bar, I usually get like two beer. I usually get two of kind of like what I, like what I'm really interested in on the menu. And then I just switch over to like, like usually Miller Lite or something like, or a Yingling, something just like a, yeah, like a 5% or lower. Just then if you're going to keep going, there's no point in spending seven, $8 on like an 8% beer. Plus you're not, 
you're not going to enjoy it as much. So yeah. When it. was the last time you've been to a, a bar? It's been a long time. A real bar? Uh, yeah. I'm assuming March. What about you, Sean? Oh, probably before Christmas. I don't really go to bars. What the fuck? I just drink at home. Mine probably would have been like the week before. Do you not? Do you so not good. like bars, New John? <laughs> yeah, like uh, what's the point? <laughs> you don't like bar. You don't like bar culture. Like I know Lance I know. does. Too many people. I'm a fucking weirdo. I just, I like hanging out at home. Oh, with a couple people. There's a real. There's, there's, a, real, there's a real human. Flex. Say hi. Flex. Say your muscles. Show us your. Show us your forearm. Say your muscles. There's a real oh, there Lance, r- roll the shirt down a little bit. The show's little forearm. You, you want to show me? Want to show me your big muscles? Uh, <laughs> Lance, do you miss bars? For those people that are listening and I was at a bar on Friday. That, did you miss it? Lance's just can't. Did I, much better did, looking than Lance. Did I miss it? Yeah, still has hair. Yeah, I had uh, I had like five thousand pina coladas last week. Uh, I didn't mean like the drinking at the bar. I meant just like the concept of the bar and the hangout. Uh, I didn't really do that much. No, I, I just walked up and got drinks and then left. I'm supposed to go to uh, lunch. What do you mean you just got drinks and left? Like, you pick up and go? I was at a beach. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. That's Give different. me a pina colada. Yeah, it's an outdoor bar, different thing. Yeah. It's not oh, a oh, real bar. Uh, well, I went to some indoor bars and stuff, too. Like, they have some indoor sections you can go to and things like that. And and the hotel, I stayed in Macon on the way because we stopped on the way in Macon, Georgia, and everything was Macon? closed. Never been there. Making what? It's about an hour and a half. <laughs> so there's actually there was an old baseball team, minor league team, uh, might have been independent league. It was the Ma- the Macon Whoopie was their oh, name. Good oh, good shit. It's about an hour and a half south of Atlanta, um, and everything was closed. What does their logo look like? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. It's either a whoopie pie or something extremely sexual. <laughs> Maybe both. Hope a I whoopie hope. pie into. but i'm supposed to go i'm supposed to go to lunch on friday with a couple buddies that i haven't seen in a few months that i work with uh so we're going to some sports bar thingy so that'll be my first trip indoor like a regular sports bar it's in it's in uh old hickory tennessee I don't know where that not ex- is. Not exactly a pop, uh, a, a very uh, populated area. Of- Why are you it's- going there? Because so, it's open. <laughs> it's like no, everything's open here. Broadway is completely. So why open would you? Go- How far is that from where you live? Um, it's like twenty minutes, like away from downtown. <laughs> so farther, so farther. It's like away. an hour away from downtown. It's like forty. It's like forty minutes away from downtown. Uh, I see. Further away from where you live. Further away from Nashville. Got it's- it. So I'm like, I'm like in between this place and downtown. And why are you going there? So my buddy lives uh, like 30 minutes outside the city. And A, like people have asked me, I want to go to lunch. Lance driving to somebody? This seems like amazing. Like I, I can't picture you actually like well, he's going in, to somebody else's house. Well, he's in White House, which is even farther away. He has like a 20-minute drive too. And I, thought I, that was in, I thought that was like hours away from you. White House? Yeah, White House. 40 minutes. Uh, not, oh, not, not an airplane? Not Washington D.C. Not, no. not the not, White House. The White House. Oh, come on. Uh, White House. Come on, I mean, Lance is, their, Lance is a friend of the White House. What kind of yeah. American are you? <laughs> um, so we're. I'm not going downtown. A the the protesting in Nashville is definitely still rampant, and there's Corona all over the place. Uh, and I'm just not <laughs> so going to those true. bars. Like Jay, I'm sure you saw the pictures of like Kid Rock's bar and stuff. Yeah, they I had, saw like, that. Five thousand people in the bar like this on top of each other. And like, oh yeah, well you're fine. Twelve dollars. What is that? A country? Was that country <laughs> rock bar? What is it? So every every country musician, 
Yeah, it's on Broadway, that main uh, strip that we went on. Else. Yeah. Uh, and they, it's been packed apparently at every bar down there. It's just absolutely packed. So I'm not they going to downtown there. Nashville until 2021. Uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'm cool going to local place around here. There's like no cases in my area, uh, and outside and stuff. So I'll do that. Safer, probably smart. I'm not going downtown. No fucking way. Mm-mm, not a thing. Nope. Can't do it. Anyway, should we cover the card? Sure. Uh, yeah. next, this week's card. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. So, new Sean, remind me before we start. We have our unbeaten streak still alive, but the first leg of it got canceled. Yeah. Of our of our of our our, our tout, tout special our, the, chalk parlay. The tout scum parlay. Yeah. Please yeah. remind the listeners what the parlay is. What what remains of the parlay? I almost so, wanted to like retweet out like, okay, we're just gonna. Our, our new bets no, after you put in a bet, you can't just cancel it. It's bet. there. No, like, no, I don't want to make this bet anymore. We could have had another bet on Marab, who just set the UFC record for most takes. Jay, we already talked about how he sucks. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Thank God I wasn't here for that. He's terrible. I defended him, but Lance, he's not terrible. He barely, he never loses. Uh, he's he lost, lost four times in his career. Yeah, three he, times I think, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's four. Dude, he he lost to Ricky Simone and he knocked himself out, wasn't it? Yeah, he was way ahead in that fight and blew it. And that was like three years ago. He lost to Frankie. I saw the signs, but he did beat that Terry and Ware. But he did beat Terry and Ware, Brad Katona, Casey Kenny, and Gustavo, <laughs> Gustavo Lopez. So I'm thinking title shot. After that, just right. fucking murders. Right? We'll we don't need to talk about it. He can't strike. He has no ground and pound, and he has no submissions. Next. So this week's card also. <laughs> In Vegas at the Apex, eh, I get a little, it's, way better than last week. I say like seven point six. It's a pretty so, deep card, dude. The wait, fucking seven point six on a real scale or Max mm. Roscoff. Mm. Yeah, bet him. Got him. There's something going on here. I dude, like this card. I do. There's some good stuff. There's some good stuff, and there's not a lot of like. Okay, there are some. There's some. There's a lot of names on this card. Let's leave it at that. Max Roscoff, okay. though. Yeah. All right. So first fight, it's a seven-fight prelim card. Someone tell me about this, Ross. I don't have my grades in front of me, so no grades for people tonight. But He's good. We're going to have to yeah, make up grades as we go. Different computer. Yeah. NC like, State Wolfpack, right? Yeah, he hey. NC State, ACC champ. Um, had mm-hmm. a lot of, a ton of injuries towards the end of All his right, career. So Austin so Hubbard, from NC State. Austin Hubbard, <laughs> Max Roskov. I've, I've heard some things about this guy being a pretty good prospect. Lance, you're saying he's a ACC champion wrestler? Yeah. So he, uh, he went to NC State, which has produced a lot of good MMA, uh, what's it, Caldwell and, and some Darian other guys. Darian yeah. Caldwell. Um, he's, he's good. Real, real good wrestling. Would have done a lot better. Uh, he got injured. I think it's junior year. He like, tore something in his shoulder or elbow or something like that. But he was an ACC champ and in wrestling. ACC is actually really good at wrestling. It's not not Big Ten, uh, but ACC is. Who are is the good. other good school? Wow, we're going on a tangent here. But who are the other? I know nothing about ACC wrestling. Virginia who Tech, are- NC State, uh, North Carolina is okay. Um, those those are the three three of the main ones, but ACC has been coming on really I think really. They was by far the best, if I remember correctly. I think they've had fighters like in the final in the final four, from what I've seen, at least a couple. Uh, Virginia Tech has some real strong guys too, okay. but NC NC State NC State is is very very strong. Uh, but the ACC is not bad. They're getting they're getting better and better. Um, 
but yeah, R- Roscoff's good. I mean, he's a, he's, if you win that, he won the ACC at 165. Uh, he's, he's a solid, solid wrestler. And from what I've seen on him, cause I always follow the wrestlers, as you know, yeah. uh, he's looked, he's looked pretty damn good. Uh, his, his grappling has come across yeah. real nice. In he's, tra- he's training under Drysdale, I believe. Which yeah. is not a bad thing if you want to learn how to. No, so he's going to, he's going to sub whatever this guy's name is. He's an MMA fighter. I think he is. I think he was one and zero, and then did a bunch of steroids or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess Lance is uh, taking him to win. Um, oh, I knew Brad was going to use that as his nickname. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I was just it now. <laughs> uh, give us, give us a bet here. I know I, I have a feeling you bet this fight. Yeah, I like the I like the same dude. He's unreal, and Austin Hubbard's terrible. Uh, Where's he Rounds. fought? Who's he fought? Who? Where? Uh, Titan? Or are you oh, talking Titan. about Roscoff? Roscoff. Yes, yeah, Roscoff. Yeah. I don't care about Hubbard. Titan and then FFC. What the hell's F- F- What the hell's FFC? Uh, is, is that the Fury one that a bunch of guys fi- came no, from? No, it's Final Fight Championship, so I don't, don't know, know if what it's, that is. Yeah. He hasn't fought great people. That's for no, sure. It doesn't matter. He's good. He, he has very good wrestling, but he's a bit untested. But I, I think he is going to absolutely... Russell fuck Austin Hubbard. Like I said, well, we saw Mark Madsen to take him down. Yeah, I mean, Madsen's a good wrestler. He was able to take him down a ton, but Davi yeah. Ramos isn't anything too is it Madsen a, Isn't Madsen a great wrestler? Yeah, yes. he's a great wrestler. So I'm saying it's not, it doesn't say much because he's a very, very good wrestler. He's but, an Olympic medalist, right? Correct. Yeah. But if, if Ramos wow. can also take you down, then you got problems. So I, uh, I was able to get minus 109 on this guy. It's kind of ballooned. It was a pretty terrible opener. Some people even got like plus 120. Was that uh, line? Very, very bad lines. Uh, so I got two units on him at minus 109. Okay. I haven't bet anything yet. Brad, any fight? Yeah, I'm on the same page here. I think that, uh, Rushkoff's, uh, wrestling is going to come in to play real handy here. Like, this uh, this Hubbard guy looks kind of all right uh, against guys that can't wrestle him, but he's facing a guy that can very much wrestle him. So uh, he's going to get wrestled. And Rushkoff's, as I said, he's developed his submission game really well to go along with his wrestling early in his career. So I wouldn't be shocked to see a, a pretty quick submission here either. And I also bet him at, uh, I think I only got 145, but I'll take it. Lance, I assume you're betting this fight. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I hadn't seen the line. <laughs> I but you're, gonna, you're gonna find a way, and you're probably gonna parlay him with Blades if I had to ask. Yeah, or maybe I'll take him by stoppage, um, depending oh, on the line. But yeah, I'll. Uh, yeah, well, those props I'll, just I'll came def- out tonight. Def- I don't even know who Austin Hubbard is. At Tim inside season. is plus one forty. Dude, Austin Hubbard lost to Eric Wisely a few years ago. What? Yeah, hey. that's the one Look, I'm looking hey. at right now. That's hey, Eric Wisely is on an eleven fight win streak. You've no. wait, what? Yeah. See, I gotta look this up. Yep. He Eight. blew out of the UFC. Wow. And then he went no, to Bellator. Unbeaten streak. And, there's a draw on there. Sorry. And then he went to Bellator and lost to John Alessio. I see that. <laughs> and since then he hasn't lost a fight. He's I don't remember. Eleven O and one. He hasn't fought in two years. Do you remember when uh, Dubronk shredded his calf? Of course we did. That was one of the greatest subs ever. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I have no bet on this fight, but um, 
I've certainly seen some clips, and it's, uh, it certainly looks impressive. Um, but I'll sit this one out, let let these guys make their money, and then we'll we'll talk about it another day. All right. Oh man, just what everybody, just what the doctor ordered. Lance's absolute favorite fighter, Lauren Murphy, taking on Brad's favorite fighter, Roxanne Modafferi. Oh my! God. You know, it's just really disrespectful when they bury the flyweights on the undercard like oh. this. I can't believe it. These guys, they're they're high profile, like high profile, like Jessica I. This should be at least a co-main event. Yeah. I mean, Modafferi's better than uh, I, so. Remember how we were talking, Lance, at the start of the podcast when uh, it's quarantine and I'm putting way too much money on shitty women? Oh, oh did you shit. bet this fight? What did you do? I, I did bet this fight. Who Why? Did you, who did you bet? I don't, even know, yeah, who did you bet? I don't even uh, know the difference between the two of them. I took Lauren Murphy, uh, oh plus 125 oh, for a unit. Boy. If you're going to give me plus money against Roxanne Modafari, I'm going to take it, even that's though it's, not not it's, it's terrible. Uh, you know, that's put, worked out like one out of ten times in the past I really don't like this idea. <laughs> and then I put Goes Decision in a parlay for one unit. I mean, uh, Brad, <laughs> I don't know, can you, can, it's already done. The damage is already done. So I am completely on board with the Goes to Decision bet in this case. Because there is <clears throat> there is no chance that either one of these two is finishing each other. I don't want to see them finish each other either. Minus two sixty five. <laughs> fucking terrible line. <laughs> no uh, Lance is uh, abstaining from comment. I imagine here. Uh, uh, I I can't. I don't remember Lauren Murphy. Is she? Is this her debut? When you see her, you'll remember her. She's yeah. fought in the UFC since 2014. Interesting. Maybe she's been employed by the UFC since 2014. Let's let's be clear. Yeah, I'm taking Modafferi here. Uh, I still think it's just a huge advantage on the mat for her, assuming it gets there. So, um, yeah, I've lost she money. She the picture recently, and she's jacked. Modafferi jacked. Oh wow, this is breaking news. Yeah, magma. Magma fairy. <laughs> Probably been spent a lot of time in the in the garage. Very understandable. Much better fight. One of my favorite fights on the entire card. Frank Macho Camacho taking on Matt Frivola. This is going to be pure fireworks, Nick Sean. Right? Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, Matt Frivola, not the best, but uh, he can take a punch, and he's got some pretty good cardio. Uh, Camacho, he, he went from that like. Well, I guess he didn't really go on a run. I guess he had that big no. win, I guess, against Nick Hine. But he had one know. awesome win. <laughs> in, in hindsight, that's not the greatest win. Big uh, win versus Nick Hine. <laughs> he was on a long winning, winning streak. Actually, he Dude, beat Nick he Hine once. He was up because of how he looked in that fight. And we got like minus 160 on Dariush against him. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, Did, I did that. Didn't he face Dober and Dober beat the brakes off him? Um, I don't remember anything. Negative. Oh, well, yeah. Dober beat him by decision. He didn't finish him. But, yeah, he beat the shit out of him. Dober beats up a lot of people. Dober might – there was something today about most underrated – like, there was like, – someone, tw- like, made a tweet, like, most underrated fighter in MMA and said Jeff Neal. I don't know. Dober's up there. Who's Jeff Neal? There you go. Jeff Neal's actually pretty good. So is Drew Dober. Yeah, Drew Dober's very good. Dober's so good looking. Of course you'd like him. He's got hair. It's <laughs> great. He's a good looking man. 
I, I got nothing in this fight. I don't really know what the fuck's going to happen. I think it's probably line right with it being down near a coin flip, but I'll pick Frivola. Mm-hmm. Bradley? Yeah, I'm on the other side as far as... Uh... As far as a pick goes, um, I just think that Camacho has faced much better fighters. Uh, Frivola's faced like the list of all the most overhyped guys in the UFC over the past couple of years. Like his last three fights, Lando Venata. Oh yeah. Uh, that uh, Jalen Turner, like super lanky kid that sucks. Yeah, it can't. Um, and then the dude with the fro that yeah. uh, people name, like yeah. because he's got a stupid nickname. But he he didn't win that fight for Bola, in my opinion. No, he should have lost. I, I don't lost. remember it at all. Yeah, it's okay. It was bad. It was a bad decision. Uh, Lance but this one has Camacho, and Camacho's fun, so it's probably going to be good. Oh me? Yeah, you couldn't be. I like Matt Frivola oh, in this shit. fight. Actually, um, Sarah Longo right now, fire. He's on fire. They're winning. They win fights. Huh? The rioting got to them? Yes. They're on fire? Yes. Except for uh, Chris Weidman's next fight. I mean, what are they? Really? That's, per- that's perfect. Omarian? That's a perfect fight. Why? Yeah. I mean, what, what a downgrade. He sucks. He sucks. Get him a so win. Um, <laughs> I like Frivola here. I think Camacho sucks. I think uh, is training with killers. That team is hot right now. Um, he can take a punch. He has really good cardio. Camacho's an idiot. He does not have good cardio. And I wouldn't be surprised if Favola actually works in a, a few takedowns here and there, gets him down and beats him up a little bit. So I do like Favola. If it stays around, I haven't bet anything yet, but if it stays around like minus, minus 110 to minus 120, 125, I'll, I'll probably have a bet on Favola. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a really interesting fight. Um, I had to look at the size difference. Um, Favola is one inch shorter, two inch reach disadvantage. Um, I think my, my issue with Camacho is I feel like he's an undersized welterweight. And when he's fought those kind of bigger fighters, he's like really struggled. But in this fight, I think he's got a bit of a size advantage here. Just the power is an issue with him. But Camacho is just going to throw a lot more. He's a, he's a, a combo striker. Uh, and I think he could just win by volume. Um, I guess he's going to have to worry about Frivola with knockout power, but. Camacho's not a guy who like really gets like one punch back, like knockout. He's gonna you're gonna have to really do a good amount of damage over the course of the fight to get a win. So I'm gonna take the more active fighter in Camacho to get the W. But it should be really good um, and potentially fight of the night. Uh, let's move on. Oh my goodness, more of this. Courtney Casey taking on Jillian Robertson. Oh boy, new can Sean. We just, can we just skip the women's fights? Like, just not like, pretend they're not happening? No bet. Picking Casey. She's fought better people. That's true. Casey's going to win. I, I think it's pretty clear. I think it was actually a pretty – This is why is this fight line even? This is bad. <laughs> Jay's going to get some money on this shitty-ass fight. Yeah, yeah Jay, get in there. Jillian Robertson's got good subs, doesn't she? Is that a Casey thing? Casey some people, too. Um, Casey sucks. She had lost three of four before that last win. Yeah, but look who she lost to, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Michelle Waterson, the fucking shadow boxer. <laughs> Somehow she shadow boxes to win sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take that. 
gonna get a little beer here. All right, uh, forget this fight. Honestly, not great. Oh, this one's not great either. Mark Andre Barriol is he Canadian? I think he is. Yeah, of course he is. Look is at he that. Canadian pound for pound number is fourteen. Haven't they both no, lost like unranked. seven in a row? He's unranked at the Canadian pound Garbage. for pound list. No, but he's, he's pound for pound top five Canadian. Fourteenth. Do both these guys have the top five? The loser of this fight, pro wrestler to MMA crossover. The loser of this fight will have. Wait, he's a pro wrestler for who? I don't know. Just like locally, just sounds like a French WWE guy. Yeah, both these guys are on three fight losing streaks. The battle of three fight losing streaks. Why are these the main streaks? Gotta go. This is a terrible fight. I uh, I was in attendance at uh, Barrios. Uh, second fight in the UFC against Jocko. Sorry to hear that. was that boring. It was absolutely brutal. It's nice that the UFC put in about three fights, you know, kind of in the middle of a card. If you got to go do some shit, it's, it's a nice little break there. But yeah, I don't want to have money on this fight. It's garbage. And Pycho maybe ekes out a decision. I don't know. Brad? Pycho's going to finish him, bro. Oh, I, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus three fifty on the knockout. There you go. What are the I sub? Is there a sub? What's the sub prop? Do you know that? Uh, Four twenty-five. I kind of lean more towards the sub, but Barrio sure. has never been I, finished. I, he's tough, motherfucker. He's, he's a tough, tough dude. That's I think sub is. Guys. I think sub is more likely. He just fought shitty fighters. That's they, the, that's no one's. Yeah, not. and he's fighting a shitty, shitty fighter fighting. on Saturday. <laughs> He, he's only oh, all his losses are to bad guys. <laughs> Come on, Pycho has offense. He's he's got some offense. I uh, this fight. Are you betting Barrio? You can't be betting Canadians. Me? Yeah. No, I will not be betting a fight between a couple guys that couldn't even make an LFA main card. Um, so <laughs> I think Barrio's tougher. Um, I think he he pushes forward. I think both these guys are really, really bad. So I'll take the guy that's that's tough <laughs> to win the fight, but I'm not I'm not betting it. Uh, really closely lined fight. I think it's minus one twenty to Pichode and who cares? Who cares? Yeah, I have no I have no desire to bet it either. But Pichode's more athletic and more dynamic, uh, and has and actually has a sub game. Uh, Barrios more just kind of like a like a. Like a uh, punching bag, yeah, bruiser, <laughs> bruiser, punching bag, bruiser. <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's not good enough um, to do much in this. In this, and I just I don't know. Take I mean, if it comes down to that, I'm just going to take a dynamic fighter versus a bruiser. Sorry, uh, let's move Apology on. Apology accepted. Uh, the women's fight. Brad is specialty. His girls fighting. Excited for it, baby. Yeah. Brad is very excited. Yeah, about talking to a tough guy. Lover taking on Brianna Van Buren. Trying Lead to off, remember. Brad. Lead us off. Torres is a plus 175 underdog in this fight. She hasn't won since Nixon was president. She looks washed. She's She looked pretty washed the last couple of times. But, I mean, I guess her losses aren't against terrible people. No, they're not. But she's yeah. facing a fighter who's kind of on a roll. Yeah, against trash fighters. Yeah, that's fair. I agree with all that. What do you got for me? She's lost four fights in a row. I'm probably not touching it, uh, but I'll probably I'll pick Torres and in, in Master. Four losses in a row. It's her by decision. I mean, two. two they are three of them are against former champions. Whatever her money line is. 
Yeah, it's only it's plus two eighty. There, uh, that's. I mean, is there any female fighter who's had three more difficult fights in a row than Torres, Andrade, Joanna, and then and then China Goat? I mean, that is brutal. You, you, I might have to sprinkle on uh, decision if I can. If I can get plus two eighty. Oh, that is absolutely. Wait, her by decision or the fight goes to decision? I was Tor- say. just Torres by decision. I but don't fuck, see it. It, sh- it should be exactly what her money line is. She ain't finishing nobody. What is what is the fight goes to decision prop? Oh, it's it's minus four oh five. How does this fight not go to decision? Because minus four oh five is fucking pointless. Well, pointless is I mean, seems like free money if you ask me. It's Brad, do you have probably. any Brad give us your thoughts on, on love and you know, commitment. You know, as as Tisha's lover, I just wanna know <laughs> how tough does a man have to be to turn her into a lesbian? <laughs> that, that's, that's tough. Yeah, that's 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 tough, man. Oh, um, watch that left hook. <laughs> the right-handed left hook. Yeah. <laughs> so tough. You make fake tickets on your computer and then bring them to a UFC card and then get kicked out of your seats and go in the upper decks. Fuck, you weren't you weren't yeah. on that episode when when we uh, discussed that. Did you guys accident. go through this already? Oh, it was good. Oh. Jerry came on and it, he fucking broke Jerry it down. It was good. Did you go through the Bro Hugs nickname? Oh, yes. Where, where it came about? It was oh, pretty yes. long-winded, as you would imagine. He kept, hu- he kept hugging me. He hugged me so many times. It was very yeah, uncomfortable. I mean, how did he get a hug name? <laughs> Did Kamozi ever check his leg kicks? Never. God, that's why he's out of the UFC. If you want to just listen to bro hugs. He always got that guillotine like he told us he was going for, though. (laughs) Hey, man, make sure you're getting those leg kicks in. (laughs) (laughs) What a jet. Too good. Yeah, he turned uh, Tisha into a lesbian, by the way. If you, you guys yes, did, you yes. guys so, so he claimed. He claimed. You guys talk about Tisha Torres in that episode, too? No. no. Oh, Bro Hugs uh, told us that he slept with Tisha Torres. And then she became gay. <laughs> true story. Um, you you fill story. in the blanks. Sleeveless yep. was there that night, too. Yep. There was a homeless dude hitting on his wife. <laughs> that awesome. that was a night. Was that the same night as the midget? Yes. Yes. No, no later. Well, one was the fight card. One was the day before the fight card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we went to we went to Acme, and that's where we saw Kamozi. This yeah. all happened. Oh, I didn't know the name of the place. I forgot the name of the place. Ac- 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 Acme Feed. It's one of the most popular. Like, I don't. Which go was the place much. where? What was the name of the place where we like we got the waitress to throw ice down like Brad's pants or something? Oh, that was. Oh, that, that was, was some a, random. That was that was a shithole. That was. Uh, <laughs> that was Riverfront. It closed. Oh, you know the name. Years. Jesus, God bless you. Your memory's good. I mean, I I work. I've worked down. I've worked yeah, right there like, for There's like there's like five hundred places though. You know, it's you know. Was, she was uh, into me. Though. She was into me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Fair. why you guys only pay like 50 bucks to dump a pitcher of water on me. That was a fun one. Yeah. Was that all one weekend? The yeah. whole yeah. That stuff? That was all. Yeah. That, that's the same weekend. Was it the same weekend where you get, we went to my parents yeah. on that Sunday? Yeah. Brad and I stayed there. Yeah, I stayed yeah. at Mary's. Well, that was the day that I was supposed to fly to Singapore. 
Yes. And I got my bag packed to go to Singapore for 13 days. You have to mentally prepare yourself for a 28-hour trip. And my flight like, got delayed too, I think. I don't want to hear your flight got delayed to Jersey. Um, I was flying to Singapore, and my flight got delayed because it was just my flight from here. So Singapore is 28 hours of travel time, 24 hours in the air. And my one-hour flight from here to Dulles got canceled because a stewardess sprained their ankle. So I got delayed 24 hours. So I literally got my bags from baggage check and went back home and met them at the pool. And that's yep. the, I don't know if you guys knew this, that was the same day we found out Helena was pregnant with Shane. You didn't yeah. tell us that part. What a weekend. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That is a weekend. And then the next that's day I the went to Singapore. Top three. Top yeah. three all time. And then I went to Singapore that very next morning at 7 a.m. It was Mother's Day, I think. Well, I think that's why we stayed with Barry because Lance was leaving. Yeah. Mm. Singapore's great. <laughs> Or was the day, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So many lady boys. Whew. Handful, if you know what I mean. Clay, we had a baby. No one, no, no one, no one heard my lady boys. Coming? Yeah, we heard you. Handful. Hanging with the lady boys. <laughs> Hanging with the boys. Hanging. Lady boys. <laughs> Hanging with the lady boys. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey man, he got his win. <laughs> he got his win. He's vindicated. <laughs> Is it my turn to break down this tremendous fight? Are you going to? Yes, know. I, I just have one stat. Um, what is it? Tisha Torres has 18 fights um, for in her UFC career. One finish. And tough. And one of those 18 fights has been finished. Yes, one. So, you're, so you're laying the minus 400. I, I'm no, going. I'm, what's, what can I get on first round? And how, how bad do you have to be like to be the one person <laughs> that got finished? Julian by Tisha Torres. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who that is, but we she's forget. not very good. So I'm not betting this because uh, Tisha Torres sucks. She's fought good people, but when you're a loser, you lose. And bro hugs. She's more into <laughs> being a wife. She's more into being a wife than a fighter. Do you think when he was telling us that he banged Tisha Torres that he thought we believed him? Yeah. And then right after that story, like a couple months later, she came out. And then it made that story so much better because he's like, why did I pick her? <laughs> now I believe been anybody you. on the fucking roster. Which is in Paige Van Zandt. <laughs> then nobody would fucking even give him. No a one believed T shirt. That's fair. That's fair. Have you seen that guy? What's with the beard thing? He has no like he like shaves like right like he takes the mustache off and then like the sides. It's it's not good. I'm not commenting on this. It's not a good look. He's an <laughs> embarrassment to my I'm people. Be, I'm gonna be a diplomat. Jay, what do you give? Do you give a shit about this this fight? Not really. I mean, I, I mean, I've been fairly impressed with Van Buren from what I've seen. Um, but this is definitely by far her, the best opponent that she's facing. Uh, Torres can't finish a fish sandwich if it if it hit her in the face. Well, oh, she can no. finish a fish sandwich, Jay. <laughs> she finishes one every night. Come on. I know. I set you up for that one. That was, that was the point. I'm glad you get came. out of here. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, but Torres four losses in a row. I know three of them were against killers. It's 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 tough to to to, to say that any fighter who's lost four times in a row could win the fifth fight. I think it's really hard to suggest that. So I'm going to take Van Buren, um, because of that. That's it. I have nothing else to say. I don't think I've ever seen her fight. I don't ever heard of her, but I can name a guy who lost four fights in a row and then won a fight. Van Buren's four foot eleven. Brad, by the way. Ooh, let's, hey, let's, let's, 
Let's play quick trivia. Torres, is, Torres is like five one, so not much of a difference. Who's lost four in a row in Brad, one one? Yeah, Probably the shortest the, fight in UFC history combined height ten feet tall. Brad, in the UFC, see if you can name the guy who lost four straight fights on the UFC and then came back and won a fight in the UFC. Dan Hardy. I don't know who that is. Did he get cut in between, or is it all like the same? I believe he is technically still in the UFC. Technically. Mirko Krokop, no. That would not be technically in the UFC. This is good trivia. Technically? Uh, give, me, give me a nice think about it. And I'll, uh, I'll is, talk back with you. Can right, you, I'll, can you give you us get, a nationality, or is that too obvious, then? Um, I'll give you a hint. Okay. He's, a, he's a Lance guy. Gray Maynard. Boom! Nailed it. <laughs> the bully. I thought the Nog or Orlovsky might have been there too. So he he lost to TJ Grant, RIP, Nate Diaz, Ross <laughs> Pearson, and Alexander Yakolev. And then he came back and beat Fernando Bruno, who does not oh. have a Wikipedia page. And then he lost that. to Ryan Hall in that fight where there was literally no fighting Nothing interaction. And then he... And then he beat Terudo Ishihara. Oh, yeah. And then he got knocked out by Nick Lentz. And now he just goes on Twitter and talks about Joe Silva's very, very tiny penis. (laughs) Yeah. Terudo Ishihara is my favorite, my favorite terrible fighter ever. Like, he might be the worst fighter I've actually enjoyed. It's sexy time. Sexy. Does he still fight? He lost like every fight he ever fought. Yeah, he finally got cut, I think. He Did lost he? to Artem. He got killed by Artem at one point. Yeah, that was he, the bad loss when he when you lose the. So the he goat. he he won a couple of fights in a row and he was hilarious and he won by knocking everyone. I was like, this guy's awesome. Yeah, and then he lost the, five. He lost the five of six the fights and like grinded on Batwoman and stuff. He well, was, it was yeah. pretty. It was pretty Some fucked up that he lost to Artem and Gray Maynard and Jose Alberto Quinones. You know who they gave him? Peter Yan. <laughs> Yeah, and then Kung Ho Kong too. <laughs> what did this guy do to Dana or whoever? He just must have fucked him over. He got a couple killers. Every time he lost, they gave him a harder guy to fight. <laughs> but he did beat Julian Arosa, so I get it. And Rolando D. Brad, how upset are you that your boy is being fed the yawn? Who? Aldo. Aldo. He's not getting fed to him. He's going to beat him. <laughs> he could, I, I don't know why you're impressed with Peter Pan just floating around doing you're out of your fucking mind. I think there's a chance he could. I don't think it's uh, uh, very, it's, very, very unlikely. I don't think Jan's nearly as good as a guy like Aljo or stuff like that. I don't know. Aldo no. could be. I mean, Aldo arguably won a decision over Marlon Morris. Why are you so Jan would beat because he's great. What's he great at? Not he's not, not American. Right He's, he's not an American. Amazing, Who cares? Though. I mean, you, you I think he's a better striker than Aldo? What? You think he's a better striker than Aldo? Now? Do you think he's a better striker than Aldo? <laughs> right now he is. Yeah, yeah right now. He's a better striker, yes. I don't think that anybody is a, like they might be able to, to fight at a higher pace for him for longer, well, I, but you're oh, not a better striker than Aldo. Dubron's not is really. a better striker than Aldo. Do you think he's going to be able to take Aldo down? He doesn't need to, Brad. Oh. I, he's, gonna, he's not going to try to, I don't think. No. Uh, like it, it, 
it sucks that Aldo is old now. Aldo's a berserker um, now. It's different. Different game. He doesn't even leg kick. Doesn't need to. He hasn't leg kick for a decade. Jan's uh, thing is, he's like, he's, Jan is very Lineker like in the fact that he backs you into don't, a. Don't, Jay, don't do that. The style is similar. He's not a berserker let's, in the same uh, way as Lineker, but he, he backs you in a corner and throws strike after strike after strike. We'll let's talk about that back to in the Let's talk about real fighters like Clay Guida versus Bobby Green. <laughs> we'll do an avatar bet, and that's going to be fine on that one. That's fine. New Sean, Clay Guida, Bobby Green. You know, for all the shit that we talk about Bobby Green, he, he we always say that he never like throws a strike. He's he lands almost five strikes a minute. I don't that's know that. That's because that's because almost every fight Nerd. they put a striker contest. Nerd. Nerd so, I mean Clay Guida. He's won one of his last seven. Really? Seriously? Yes. God damn, are you serious? Wow. One of his last seven. Oh, you have to go draw back. His only win, his only win in the last six years, in the last six years, his only win is Eric Koch. In six years, Eric Koch. Mm. That's his only win, Eric Koch. Mm. Eric Koch is not very good at fighting either. And that's his only win in six years. To save your strikes per minute, nerd alert. I'm I'm not betting either side. Brad, you see this guy? Clay Guida getting <laughs> finished by fucking Jim Miller is not a great look. He he didn't look great against BJ Penn. I I'm not taking the dog here. I'm not taking the favorite. I'll pass. I think Bobby Smart. Green has a decision. I mean, you can't really have any confidence in this fight, no matter what. I mean, not according you, to Lance. Confidence? I mean, you could have an inkling, but confidence, Lance is confident as fuck. All right, what does what Brad got? Is he confident in anything happening? Yay, Brad's confident. That's right. I already bet some clay guida in this one. Yeah. I know Sean wants to talk about his five strikes a minute and whatever bullshit. Like, those, those are that, – that is fake news because this guy doesn't throw five strikes around, never mind a minute. <laughs> uh, like, Bobby Green just doesn't do things in fights. And Guida, for as stupid as it looks, he's going to bounce around and flip his hair and all sorts of shit. Like, And the judges think that he's doing stuff, and he's going to win a decision in this fight. And I took him at plus 195. Okay. Uh, Lance, I guess your opinion is... Validated. <laughs> Validated. It's all the car. It, it's all the carpenter here. Uh, Bobby Green has one win in the last six years. Eric Koch, terrible. He goes to decision every fight because he just circles okay. around the cage and punches himself in the face more than opponents. Uh, he's he's a real tough guy. Those counters the five strikes a minute. Maybe that's what it is when he's like hit me, hit me. Maybe those kind of strikes, <laughs> and that could be problem solved. Uh, Clay yeah. Weed is going to be way more active. Bobby Green is not going to put him out. Bobby Green does not. Knock out anyone. When was the last time Bobby Green knocked someone out? Let's see. That is 2013 Fight for the Troops 3. Wow. That was the last time Bobby Green knocked someone out. How many times has Clay Guida been knocked out? Like once or twice? I don't know. Mendez. Mendez. That's all I can think of. Ryan Ortega. He got dropped, though, by fucking Miller, didn't he? Brian Ortega. Frankie, Frankie got dropped in by Gray Maynard 17 times. Gray Maynard then lost four in a row and then came Whoa. back and won. Whoa. Um, but I, I think, I, I think Clay is going to be way more active on the feet. Clay is going to push forward. 
like Brad said, he's gonna Clay is gonna look like he's winning, and that's important in fights like this because he's gonna push forward, he's gonna circle, he's gonna charge in and and land a bunch of arm shots, but that's gonna be the biggest strike of the round. And then he's gonna work in some takedowns. He's gonna fight for takedowns. He's gonna push him against the cage. And Clay Guida's gonna easily win this decision. And I think plus two hundred is outrageous. So I will be betting on Clay Guida. Okay. Solidarity. Alright, um Jews. Yeah, I uh I, I kinda lean with the, the latter two guys in a way. Uh the action means a lot. Clay is active. He's got much better cardio. He's facing a guy who can't knock you out. He, uh, Bobby Green's not going to sub you. I mean, it'd be very unlikely. So, um, I, I think Clay can go for takedowns too and, and take some rounds there. Uh, at the, at the price, I think it's, it's definitely interesting. Two to one is, is pretty nice. There's definitely going to be a tout that's like, if Bobby Green wins by submission and you're following me and you retweet this, you'll get my bets for free, man. And here's my bets. <laughs> Minus 400. They're going to have a struggle with this, betting anything other than uh, Curtis Blades. Huh? This fight ends in a draw. Blades. You'll get my bets for free. It's going to be Blades. Everyone's Jay, there's Blades. actually a risk that that would happen, so they, they wouldn't Put that out. It's about yeah, that's too that's too risky, Jay. How they they're gonna lose there? I'm a huge better. I bet big amounts. Now give me nine ninety nine a card. <laughs> Main card, catch weight one hundred and sixty pounds. Who knew? Well, another Lance favorite, Jimmy Miller, taking on prospect. Huh? Pretty on, good prospect, a, Roosevelt Roberts. This is a catch weight. Apparently, God, Jim Miller's the smallest one hundred and fifty five pounder since Frankie Edgar. Mm-hmm. I don't know I if met, it was a Roberts thing just because he fought recently and doesn't want to cut again. Or Robertson fought uh, three weeks ago. Mm, I met Jimmy Miller. Little I, man. I'm I'm a hundred I walk around at 160 pounds, and I feel like I could have bodied Jim Miller up in that Walgreens. Like I was much eight. I was much bigger than him. Like he would have been a fucking world of hurt in that dairy aisle. Oh god. <laughs> like I was about to beat the brakes off him. He didn't even know. And then he would have you. He would have subbed me really quickly. But once we walked up, he would have felt the power. And then he would have subbed me. Little fella, though. Real, real little fella. Real weak handshake. Clammy. Real clammy handshake. I think that's just the jersey in him. Yeah, he was like, hi, I'm Jim Miller. I love Jim Miller, though. Great guy, but really weak handshake. <laughs> weak handshake. We're just going to have to trust you on that. I mean, it was a weak fucking handshake. I was embarrassed. I was that- I almost bet Melvin Gillard that fight. Sean, what, do you got on this, what do you got on this fight? <laughs> I, I like Roberts here. Um, Jim Miller looked okay against Scott Holtzman last time, but he just, it wasn't enough. And I think Roberts with his, I think he has an eight inch height advantage or some shit. Eight inch? Not no, six, mm, six inch. Um, no, not as nice. Hard three. Nice, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think Roberts is pretty good. Like I know he had that loss against our favorite uh, Twitter character, Vink Pickle. Um, but I think he's looked good in his last two fights. That Brock Weir fight, that was just one way traffic. That was a pretty easy win. Um, I just think Jim Miller's kind of over the hill, and, and Roberts has a pretty uh, pretty nice uh, stand up game and, and ground game. So I took him. I got the opener at Bet Online at minus one seventy five for two units. I laid it. Okay, Brad. I don't love Robert's stand-up game, and 
even in this fight, if he, he uses it to uh, to take a decision or something like that, fine, it's a possibility. But Jim Miller only really struggles against guys that are power punchers or the very, very few guys that can actually out-grapple him once you get into grappling exchanges. And I think at this point in Robert's career, he's still going to get into a lot of scrambles and a lot of ex- exchanges on the ground with Jim Miller. And that's a, a pretty dangerous place for him to be. So, again, uh, I'm not uh, as confident in this one as Guida, but kind of lemon, uh, leaning towards uh, Jimmy Miller in this one and thinking about maybe a little two-to-one bet. So do you think he has any way to win not by sub? No, I'm Brad. Like with Miller, like do you think do you think he could win by decision? No. Is Brad frozen? Yes, he is. You you fucking fr- oh, there we go. He's back. Brad, did you hear, did, did you hear me? You cut out as soon as you started talking. Uh, did you uh? Do you think Jim Miller could win any way besides decision or by b- besides sub? I think he could win a decision in a grappling match. It's unlikely though. Sub was plus four hundred. That's why I asked. Yeah, that's that would be Seems logical. Probably what I'm leaning towards. There you go. Um, so yeah, I, I think this fight goes one of two ways. I think it's a it's a Jimmy Miller sub, or it's a Roberts knockout. Um, Jim Miller doesn't he doesn't fight through adversity anymore. Um, <laughs> he's, if, if That's he's, a nice way of calling him kind of a quitter. If he, if he's going to win, it, good for him. I'd be the same fucking way, right? If I'm not going to win a fight, like ball game. Um, so I think it's going to be a Jimmy Miller sub. He catches him in a sloppy takedown as Robert's trying to take him down. Or I think it's Robert's just beating his face in until, until Jimmy quits. Um, the under two and a half is even money right now or minus one Oh five. And I think, I think there's going to be a finish in the first couple of rounds. So I'll be betting the under here minus two and a half, but I have a sneaky suspicion. Uh, I can't talk because I'm trying to say two words at once. <laughs> I think Jimmy might catch a, catch a neck here and put him out. So I have a sneaky suspicion. A I was saying suspe- suspicion to get a submission, but I couldn't pull off the words. It was too many fucking S's, but I think Jimmy Miller might, might get lucky here and <laughs> grab a neck and finish him off. But I think under two and a half is a pretty good bet here. That's the only way. I mean, Lucky is the only way Jim Miller wins this fight. He's 10 years older. Lucky. He's smaller. Come and he's facing a guy who's on a roll. Also, talent gap, athleticism gap, bad matchup. Roosevelt Roberts rolls here. Wouldn't uh, you think a guy who has great guillotine would have a strong handshake? Who cares? I mean, I almost broke his – I thought I was going to break his hand. Cause you know, you know this handshake. You love him. I mean, you got you could imagine the handshake that these forearms can produce. Stranger. <laughs> My second, well, okay, third, second or third favorite fight on the card coming up: welterweight division. Lyman Good, another New Yorker. I think he is he a Tiger Shulman guy? He's yeah. a New Yorker. Yeah, he likes New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tiger Shulman guy taking on Bilal Muhammad. This is gonna be, Sean. I'll let you. I'll let you kind of set the stage. Yeah, it should be a fun fight. Uh, I think most of it is gonna take place on the feet. Uh, we've seen Bilal Muhammad take a, a pretty good ass whooping, so he'll probably be able to stick it to uh, 
a decision if he needs to. I don't really have an edge in this fight. I don't know how good Lyman good. I I remember him in Bellator. Yeah. Um, He's good in Bellator. He looked good until obviously he fought really good guys. Um, but anytime he's at a step up from not shitty guys, he he's lost. Um, but I'll I'll probably pick uh, Muhammad, but I don't really have a, a good idea of who's going to win this fight. Brian, what kind of insight can you share? Yeah, I feel like Sean's kind of on the right track uh, in in some of the stuff he's saying because. He's Lyman Goods look really good against guys that are on sort of that mid tier, but anytime he goes above that, he usually gets a matchup that's like way above that. Like when he fought Demi and Maya, like that's a dude that's just bad matchup. He's just way out of his class, so he's not going to win that. So I think there's a still a lot of middle ground to find with Lyman Good at this point, Uh, even though he's 35 and has been around forever. it's still really hard to know where exactly he fits in. And I, I kind of look at this fight uh, similarly as the uh, Eliza Dushku fight, which was really competitive. He looked good in that one. And uh, I, I think Dushku's better than Bilal Muhammad. So uh, I kind of lean towards good in this fight, um, but there's really no confidence here. I, this is one I just want to watch. Lance, what you got? Jay, you were slacking. I assumed <laughs> that you would just talk as opposed Say to my name, talk. bitch. You made me think I was frozen again because you just you just sat there. Oh. Um, I like uh, same, you know, and maybe if we're all sort of leaning Lyman Good, we should play him. But, you know, Lyman Good loses when he gets to that that top that top tier to really good guys, but he usually beats who he's supposed to. And I don't know if he's supposed to beat Bilal Muhammad. I think he's kind of a mystery to me. Sometimes I think he looks really good. Sometimes I think he's average at best. Um, not overly impressing him. He's not a guy who's really going to kick your ass. He's had some good wins, but not overly sold on him. So I, I do have a slight lean here on Lyman Good. Not enough at this point. What's what's the line currently at? One thirty. Uh, it's got to be more than that. I mean, it's not. No, it's climbing good is plus one ten. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be a whole bag of nothing. I thought if if I get climbing good at like plus one fifty, maybe, but yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is interesting because I mean, Muhammad's way more active, throws more volume, um, has I think a more varied tool set, but he doesn't have much power. And Lyman good is like. He might be like all body team for our welterweight. Uh, yeah. He throws and he throws with some heat. So I mean, Muhammad's gonna have to dodge some some bullets to win this fight. But um, if it goes to a traditional decision, I think it favors Muhammad just based on work rate. Uh, but you know, you have to be weary. I think anytime you face Lyman Good, just because of the potential power um, and and fight fight altering power. Which Muhammad doesn't have and Good has, so take that into take 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 that into consideration. But it's a it's it's certainly one of the more difficult fights to call on the card, which I think means it's probably going to end up being one of the better fights. All right, uh, oh boy, oh, we got a chick fight? fight on the card. We got we got the other we got the other half of the of the Torres relationship. 
Oh, uh, no, let's just get this. Let's just go to co-main event. Dude, gym teacher, have some respect. Yeah, have some respect for teachers of America. Our friend Trish. Fight goes decision, put it in a parlay with uh, the Murphy goes decision, minus 112. Pass. Hard pass. Yeah, like if I'm going to be sitting there, do it anyway. Okay. Switching to the good stuff now. I mean, are you jealous, Brad? What is that? I can't see that. McClay's. What is that? Just Scottish beer. It's not very good. There's so much stuff in beer in Canada I've never seen before. So, yeah, it's a lot. That's great. Crazy place. Yeah, it is. Lance has no opinion. I'm taking Pennington. Even I mean, she's a better fighter than gym teacher. Um, you know, I, I have a soft spot for gym teacher business. But how old is gym teacher now? She's 41. 42. No way. She looks good. Yeah. For her, so. Wow. No, she turns 43 in, uh, the day before the fight. The day after, no, uh, no, her. She fights on her forty third birthday. Oh my gosh! Oh, no, how many forty three year olds have ever won a UFC fight? Uh, Randy and Dan, Dan Anderson. Anderson. Uh, it's an elite category that the gym teacher might go into. Is, on has Mark Saturday. has Mark Hunt won a fight at forty three? Not in the courtroom. <laughs> hey, oh. I'm not sure if Mark Hunt has fought in the US, won a fight at forty three. Um, Maybe when Mark Coleman beat Stefan Bonner. Mm. Yeah. He, beat, he beat Derek Lewis when he was 42 or 43. Yeah, Mark Hunt's only 46 now, so. Yeah. Right. Uh, and Olenek's not 43 yet, right? Yeah, he just says 90. I don't, know, I don't I'm think I'm going that rabbit hole now. Yeah. There's not many. Nope. And Renault would absolutely be the oldest female to ever win a fight in the UFC by, like, a significant number. Tough to do. I don't see it. Oh, Mark Coleman was, like, a couple months shy of his 43rd birthday. when he so, there's, so we're probably talking about two fighters. Yeah. Not a lot. And in the co-main event. <laughs> what is the price? Pennington's minus one It's probably bettable. Yeah, we don't care. Um, speaking of the, yeah, something Best that is. Best fight on the card. Best fight on the card. Yep. Been looking forward to this fight for weeks. Shane Burgos taking on Josh Emmett and what should be a featherweight, featherweight slugfest. Nushan, why is this fight three rounds? Should be five. Yeah, I guess the, this is a pretty good fight and especially the main events that we've been seeing, but they seem to want to, Supposedly, give it to name fighters. I don't know. This this could have been the Burgos should be a name fighter of last week's card. So I don't know what the fuck the deal is. I was very surprised by this line. Uh, Shane Burgos is very fucking good. Uh, He's got a five inch reach advantage, five inch height advantage, and he throws a shit ton of volume. Yes, he does. He's also got really good takedown defense. So I think this is going to stay on the feet and he's just going to be so much faster and better than Emmett. So I, I really like Burgos in this fight. I put three units on him at minus 138. That's fair. All right. Uh, Brad? Yeah, I only have two units on him at this point, but uh, I am also very much on board with Burgos here. Uh, Emmett to me is still. Kind of the guy that lost to Des Green 
and is like a, a minus three fifty favorite. Uh, and then he's been living off of that uh, Ricardo Lamas win for a long, long time. That was a good um, win. It, it was a good win. It was like his chance to always win. It was, it was one big punch that he landed. Yep. Uh, but then you saw him continue to fight guys around that level. And he got absolutely smoked by Jeremy Stevens. Like, that was one of the most. Brutal knockouts. He broke his face in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. He's just not built to to fight at this top level. He can win a fight every now and then at this level, but he's not built to consistently fight at that top level. And I think Burgos is. He's a much more varied striker, way more volume. There's a little bit of knockout risk here, and, and we saw that Burgos did get knocked out by Qatar, but. That dude's a way better striker than Josh Emmett anyway. So I, I like Burgos here in something that I expect to be pretty much exclusively on the feet at minus 135. So I'm all over that. Okay. Uh, Lance? Yeah, I like Burgos here. Um, Emmett's not very good, and I feel like he's gotten lucky a few times uh, with the Michael Johnson fight. Michael Johnson was beating the piss and shit out of Josh Emmett before that knockout. That was one of my least favorite losses ever. I had a gigantic bet on Michael Johnson, piecing him up the first two rounds, cruising in the third round. What was it, like 30 seconds left in the fight or something like that when he got caught? Yeah, right around there. Like Michael Johnson was about to win all three rounds and then just catches him lightning in a bottle. Um, Because I think everyone thought after uh, Jeremy Stevens broke his jaw off his body that 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 was a wrap. And then Michael Johnson comes out and just piecing the shit out of him. But Michael Johnson, man, no lead safe. Uh, so I don't think Emmett's that great. I think it's, it's more of, of circumstance with Josh Emmett on this, this recent run and this little bit of a comeback. Uh, you know, with, with Bektich, like he fought a guy with no chin. Johnson gets absolutely Tearing dominated. So that doesn't count. No. So. I, I I really like Burgos here. Burgos, I don't know what it is about him. He looks like his strikes are just cleaner than than almost anyone. Like, they are. He's very clean. He hits very hard. He's very accurate. Uh, I who do you, he lost to uh, Qatar in, in that fight? It was like, but he was, was winning Qatar. until he got knocked. It out. was. It was. Yep. It, it was. was it was close. And I think going into that, Burgos was the hyped up prospect, and Qatar is the one that he got won. rose through there. Uh, but Burgos is legit, man. Like he is a excellent fighter. Uh, Burgos is a guy that's going to, I think, keep moving up and he is, I think he's definitely a ranked fighter. I don't know if he is ranked right now, but he's definitely, is he right now? Uh, definitely close to top 10 guy. And he's, he's also pretty decent on the ground as well. So, uh, I, I I like him. I I think he's going to dominate here. Let me just look up the featherweight rankings quickly. Um, Burgos is ranked 10th, actually. Wow. Uh, yeah. He's good. He's Emmett really is ranked be higher than that. Emmett's ranked 8th. Stevens is ranked ninth. Go figure. Terrible. <laughs> Your boy Dan Edge is 11th. Calvin exactly. Cutter's up to 6th. Anyway. Um, oh, dude, how annoying is it that after Edge got that terrible decision against Barboza, they turn yeah. around 
and it's we could have had Barbosa against Guitar. Oh, I did that. As soon as announced, I was like, oh my god, the judges stole Guitar versus Barbosa from us, you bastard. I mean, Ige isn't a bad fighter. Um, he's actually Ige pretty sucks. entertaining, but he's, he's Ige not. Sucks. Ige sucks. He's I don't terrible. Think that. I don't think so. He has negative power. I don't, I disagree with that. I hit harder than Dan Ige. No, you don't. I think we have the same amount of knockouts. I don't think so. Let's see. Do we have the same amount of UFC knockouts, Brad? <laughs> uh, I, UFC knockouts? Yeah, I, I think definitely. I think so, right? I didn't say UFC knockouts. Oh, so. he has one. He has one more knockout than me. That's fair. I told you. <laughs> he has a little bit more power than me. Uh, I didn't say that. Congrats, Dan Ige. But, uh, yeah, this fight's, re- this fight's really good on paper. Uh, the one thing I, I mean, yeah, I, like, I've been a fan of Burgos ever since I've, I've seen him fight. Uh, you know, New York guy, so clearly a little biased there, but I love his, his confidence, uh, in his offensive striking game. Uh, he's, he's a go-getter. He gets, he gets after it. He throws the volume. Um, but he puts himself in harm's way. I mean, that's really the only downfall is that I think he takes too much damage. Um, and it's going to come back to cost him. It's just not going to be here. Um, because, I mean, Emmett can throw with them and Emmett, Emmett could land, but Burgos isn't really a guy who's going to get like one punch KO'd. Uh, Emmett's, I think that's really the Emmett's path to victory is getting that one punch KO because otherwise Burgos is going to have too much volume, um, to, to lose to Emmett. So Burgos is going to overwhelm Emmett with, with strikes and, uh, he wins. I think he kind of, the, the longer this fight goes, the longer it plays into, uh, to, to Burgos' hands. I, I could see Emmett potentially even winning round one, but the second two rounds are going to go to Burgos, and he wins the decision at worst. Uh, I wish this fight was five rounds because I'd have supreme confidence in Burgos winning, like complete supreme confidence. I, you, I think if it was five rounds, I think you'd have to line Burgos at least minus 250 to win. Maybe more. Who's uh, like scrunching up tinfoil in the background? I think it's me, Sean. Definitely not me. No, he's a tin, he's a tinfoil hat kind of guy. So um, I do not have any tinfoil on me. Are we doing? Are we going to consensus Burgos? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. oh, it's the cruise. We've it's only the cruise. been saying this for like two weeks. Yes, yeah, yeah, a cruise missile, lead pipe, lock, tout. Do we have two bets on this card. We got the tout scum, tout scum parlay, and we got an actual bet. That's nice. Yeah. We and do we all have Guida? Do we all pick no. Guida? I'm not touching that fight. You're not even of age to drink. He's not of age to drink anything. <laughs> Boat, hang out. Lime go, good. <laughs> go to war. He's not going to war anyway. He's not doing anything. You can't even vote. So can't we're going to put 20.25 units on uh, Shane Burgos. To win what? I don't If you don't win, you can just delete your, your account. That's true. So you're back to even. Yeah. It always, it's always max bet season. <laughs> what, was that, what was the site that everyone that all the 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 the, 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 the quote unquote touts Cap, Capertech? Capertech. Uh, I forgot about that. Is, Is that funny. still Capri- on there? Yeah, that's still around. I, I think. So. Where does everyone track their bets now? What site? Bet, bet MMA. MMA. Tips. tips? Is it betmma.tips or is it betmma.tips.com? No. It's dot bet tips? MMA. I didn't know you dot tips. I guess that's like. Can you do that? Betmma.tips. I'm going to bet seven units to win 3.62 units. Yeah. <laughs> Main event time. Moving up to maybe the most predictable fight on the entire card. Here's your change, sir. Curtis Blades taking on 
top Russian heavyweight, Alexander Volkov. Nushan, tell me why this fight ends in under two rounds. Uh, I just think it's going to be one-way traffic, especially in that small cage. Blades is going to get oh, yeah. on, on Volkov, and he's going to be able to take him down and smash him. Blades' stand-up is, is progressing. It's it's looked better and better. I, I don't know if it's ever going to be elite or, or close to that, but it's it's good enough in, in this division. He's going to smash Volkov. Uh, I had him in a parlay with Nunez back when it was like the original time they were supposed to fight, so that got oh, canceled. Sure so you did. I got a straight bet, bet. minus 196 on Curtis Blades. Three Dude, you're turning three. into a towel. 1.53. Stop units. at these fake bets. Dude, the guy with fuck Sketchy towels Russian bet- book, baby. The guy with fuck towels is betting minus Sketchy, 230 you're, you're, and minus 195. Russian book. I lay it. Dude, you're in like tout <laughs> training. Fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> tell us the name of the book. As you can tell by my name. I'm what all about that tell you're, you're in training to what be book? a tell. You're not what, even a... 1x bet. Oh, I know that is. All right. But I have always know that because they usually they just they usually have, tennis have dreams. Dreams. They have tennis <laughs> dreams. Exactly. And, and very good tennis dreams, by the way. Yeah, I've yep. seen those before. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Some tennis. Tennis is back in August. Anyway, carry on. Brad, uh, I assume you're on the Blades train as well. Yeah, I don't necessarily think he gets it done under two rounds. Um, you know, he's going to have a bunch of periods of time where he's clinching Volkov against the cage and sort of getting takedowns, but not takedowns? not securing them, and Volkov's going to stand back up, and they're going to do that for a while. And then eventually Volkov's going to get tired, and uh, Blades will start landing bigger stuff on him. But kind of weird that the over... Like, some places have it two and a half. Some places have it four and a half. <laughs> kind of weird that four that's half the number. Rounds. Terrible. Yeah. That's, what kind uh, of line is that? Uh, it's minus 290 on under four and a half. That is cheap. <laughs> that is cheap. Um, that is not yeah. going. That is not going five rounds. So, well, yeah, if you want to bet something, there it is. But I, I don't really have any desire to, to bet this fight. Uh, maybe once the, the Blades points comes out and that's a little bit cheaper, it could be something to parlay, but you know, I'm, I'm not going to give out some stale lines on the show. Come on. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's a nice, that's a nice, mm. that's, uh, you know, nice word, Brad. Lance, I know you're on the Blades train. Tell us why. Um, it's a giant black wrestler versus a white Russian. Lance, let me ask you, hog size, like, I mean, we're talking 3X if you compare the two. Have you seen how white Volkov is? I mean, that dude's white. Like that He's, much? Or like that much? Volkov's like... But what about Blades? But in compared to his body, Volkov's like, like this. Well, what, about, Blades, what about Blades? Like, Blades is... He's thick. You think it's more <laughs> like... So it's more that, like around? Like that? Like, think a 3D it, figure. Or he's thick and he's a big yeah. dude, so proportionally it doesn't look big. But it is. But, if you, but if you put it yeah. next to your face, it would look really big. <laughs> <laughs> or if you put it next to a really small person and then videotape it for 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 money, yes, it would look really big. Yes, that's that's true. Blaze, Blaze is great, man. Like if he's not if he's not fighting fighting Francis Ngannou, he's he's usually in pretty good shape. And Volkov isn't gonna isn't gonna out wrestle him. And I think Blaze gets his takedowns rather easily. I think we almost just have to block out the Francis Ngannou fights for our memory and just look at everything else Blades does, 
which is uh, amazing takedowns, vicious ground and pound, decent hands for a wrestler. Honestly, like his hands are not not bad. Like he has some, they've gotten better. They're they're getting a lot better. And Volkov's shit, man. Like that guy sucks at fighting. That, but he's terrible. He's different. an awful fighter. He's he's terrible. <laughs> he's, not like, he's not good. A he's not American. Like huge dis- huge disadvantage right there. Just not being from you know the free country in the world. Free, Freedom, freedom, right? Can yeah. you feel this freedom? I don't have to wear a face mask anywhere. Um, just freedom <laughs> all over there. I piss freedom. Like, it's right here. It's a private residence, um, <laughs> if you want. Volkov's just like, he's tall. Like, that's cool. Tall people. Like, it's it's good to be tall. But he sucks and gets his Volkov face knocked sucks. off sometimes. Volkov like, is he's, shaped like a boxer. He's just shaped like a douchebag. Like, he's, he's just shaped not. shaped like a volleyball player. He's there not. That's he's not, like he's not very good. And I, I don't, I don't, think, a... I don't think this fight is, is very competitive. So I, I will be betting Curtis Blades in this fight. Get it. Uh, I think this doesn't go very long because my thing is I don't really see how Volkov stops the takedown. And once Blades gets like prime position on the mat, Blades has proven now that he's vicious in ground and pound. He might be the best ground and pound guy in the sport at this point. Do you guys disagree with that? Yeah. Who? Who's better right he now? He doesn't seem like the best. Like, I mean, there's so many. I don't know where to start. Where do I start? Uh, Derek Lewis. Derek better Lewis ground not better ground and pound. <laughs> I mean, I could probably name at least 50 guys, but I'll, I'll make sure to get a list. I don't think so at all. That you is think not accurate. Curtis Blades has the best ground and pound in MMA. That's he's, a statement. He's, it's, it's very close if he's not. Right now, yes. Habib. Habib has positional maintenance, but he's he doesn't he has he's not finishing people the same way that he's not well, smashing dudes. Well, if you want to say power, then he's not a heavyweight better. either. Well, yeah, if you want to say that's, power, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, Blade throws harder than Habib. Like the pound for pound argument isn't the heavyweight champion the. I mean, well, or the when like, someone says who has the best ground and pound in the sport, I'm not going Curtis Blades. I think he's <laughs> on the ground. Once he, when he, once he's able to take guys to the mat and get position, he's brutalizing people. I'm taking Derek Lewis ground and pound over Derek Curtis Blades. He's a big dude. Derek Lewis has like, like, like we'll, we'll see what his ground and pound. Like Derek Lewis play. has like 15 ground and pound knockouts. Does Blades have any? Yeah, yeah he smashed Overeem. He just oh wow! Him. Wow, that's a elbowed him to death. He did. He's got vicious. He did that too after he tapped. I mean, I'll take John Jones ground and pound over him. Not anymore. Yeah. I mean, RIP, but. Yeah, I know, but under- you know, he's now a, you know, community activist, so. Militia man. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. yeah, my point is he's gonna, if he gets, he gets to the fight to the ground, he's gonna, I think he's gonna be able to get the fight to the ground fairly easily. And once he does and he gets, he's able to hold position, I don't really see Volkov getting up. I don't. Uh, Blades is top three, four guy in this division. I don't think there's really any argument against that at this point. Yep. Uh, he's going to win going away. Knockout City. And then he can fight Derek Lewis and for the be. best ground. Oh, Derek Lewis smashes. <laughs> smashes Blades. He he thought Ngannou's dick was too big for him? Shit, son. <laughs> Black Beast. Derek Lewis has to not get Ezekiel. Black Beast. Couple oh, what a, what a hilarious matchup. 
Yeah. Oh, that is, that's going to be something. Oh, Derek Lewis might punch his head off his butt. They put Derek Lewis in a guy that uses a cane. That's not nice. Yeah, it's not very nice. I agree. Well, that's well, it. That's it. Show's over. Wow. Uh, not too long. Good time. Uh, yeah. Pretty good fight card, all things considered. Great card. Uh, should we just do a, like a, a one minute look ahead to the to the fight no. card after? No, we no. shouldn't. No. We'll talk about it next week. Don't worry. Yeah, that's oh, you're a hater. It's good. Boring well, hooker. So oh, I forgot a... Mickey Gall's on that card. Oh Jesus! Mike oh, Perry's on that card. Oh yeah, he is my boy. Uh, gangster shit only, not... right there. <laughs> is, is he marching is he in the black? Is, is is he is he marching in the Black Lives Matter protests? Mike Perry? I do. He thinks he, he fits in. He's perfect. He's organizing them. Do you think Mike? Do you think Mike Perry's going to take a knee before the fights? He's defending. Uh, you know, he's defending. Uh, you know, what he believes in. He's going to get Black Lives Matter tattooed on his his gums. It's already I mean, he's it's already dedicated. done. Who was the other guy, the other racist that uh, hung out with Mike Perry? Alex uh, Nicholson. Nicholson. Spartan. Yeah, Spartan. We need to bring him back. That guy bangs. Yeah, he, <laughs> he likes to bang. I'm not looking for role models. <laughs> no, I'm for a role model in a UFC fighter. Like, I don't care if Jan- Joan- John Jones hits pregnant bitches. That's not my problem. I'm watching him fight in the cage. Yep. What am I like this dude who's a cage fighter. Like that. You really should be oh. watching mixed martial arts yep. for uh, son. For look a at John model. Jones. You want to be like him? Oh my God! What have I done? <laughs> Who's doing that? No yeah, one. Break. No one. Idiots. I don't want to fucking roll my MMA, MMA writers. He gets locked they, in. Need something to believe in. Gets locked in a cage. Get out of here. Should got a union. Fuck union. I think that might be it. That's it. That's a wrap. All right. We'll Thank see you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, I have two wins to report to you.